And you're back with the Spice Cast. I'm your host, Ben Job. We have Dan Bullard doing sound. Thanks to all our volunteers and friends coming up at Spice Fest. Today we have two of the dozens. That's so, like, there's ten more, right? Yeah. But <laughs> Y'all haven't expanded to fill out the full dozens yet, but no. you're gonna get there. Yeah. Just need the horn section and then, like, a couple I... hype people. Yeah, horn, or just a big horn section would get us to 12. <laughs> that would be good. But Shelly and Brent, thanks for coming in and talking to us. Sure, um, absolutely. Thanks for having us. You guys will be headlining one of the headliners at this year's Spice Fest. We're so excited this year for our third annual Spice Fest. It will be July 8th. If you haven't heard of that, you don't know what Spice Radio is. You don't know what you're listening to right now. Um, it's a, a local music show. We kind of reach out and do the Tennessee Valley, and we've got a bunch of great bands. Um, July 8th coming up. It's $15 online if you get your tickets now. So check it out. It's at tinyurl.com slash spicefest2017. And just a list for you guys of some of the bands we got. Kent Maddox will be there, Cheryl Llewellyn, The Wolves of Chernobyl, The Don Osborne Band, The Retrovales, The Dozens, of course, Owen Nye, DJ Triptone, Black Market Salesman, Soul Carnival, which I'm very excited about, and Giovanni Akami. And, uh, but you guys have a lot to talk about with your upcoming EP release, right? Um, yeah. Going on over at Good People. Yep, Good People in, uh, Brewing Company in Birmingham, Alabama. That's going to be... July 22nd, and this is our second EP. Uh, this one's got seven songs, seven new original songs. It took a little bit longer to uh, to get it to market than the first one, but uh, we're because somebody had to get pregnant, and you know you'd have to you have to figure that out. The only female <laughs> in the band. That definitely happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does seem to happen. You got to raise them in a studio, though. <laughs> That's the only way. <laughs> At least around all the the music. <laughs> yeah, the, expose them early. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, y'all have a uh, debut track actually, um, "Tidal Wave," which we are so uh, blessed that you guys would bring that in and let us play it. And that's off the EP. Uh, do you have a? You, you call the EP test. Is there any story behind that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I laugh because that was a big discussion about naming it test. Um, uh, as much as anything, you know, it's about tests. You know, mm-hmm. everything in life is one. So all the recording musicians that are listening know that like being in the studio with your band for for a long time or just musician life in general that is a test in itself that is a test also <laughs> yeah it's engineers like a, and equipment <laughs> it's definitely a multi-layered meaning to that title um you know what the songs are about and and also just testing the waters and uh, there's just a lot behind it it just was the right word it started as most things do with me as a joke and then it mm-hmm. seemed to be oh well, that's a good fit <laughs> And, and, so. and the album cover itself is is an old uh, '50s test pattern that they would use for tube televisions. Mm-hmm. So you know, the screens you'd have to get them calibrated just right. And so our uh, our friend Dean Thomasick in Nashville designed the album cover for us uh, around the old old test pattern. So it kind of ties in, yeah, you know, nicely. I want to call it Greatest Hits Volume Two, uh-huh. but I was outvoted, so it's, it's, <laughs> it's called Test. No, that's very cool, and uh, yeah, that that whole aesthetic and that thing that a lot of people are familiar with that you probably have to explain to the younger fans, yeah. but um, but it's still yeah, like a phenomenon um, that was I guess I guess every was it every broadcast station had their own test screen. Yeah, yeah, everyone, all the old uh, back in the three channel days, I think everyone had their own test screen, and, and uh, but 
I think that was mainly used just to just to calibrate the equipment. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the on the previous EP, the cover of it is an old tube radio. So we've got you know I think maybe for the next one I'm not sure if we're gonna go with a you know a computer. Without, <laughs> you go you to know, the next step. Yeah, we're just gonna go to the next evolution <laughs> in the of, '80s. Uh, yeah, and then uh... of, of broadcast technology, but uh, <laughs> it's you know it, it's just kind of I don't think it was. Uh, he was playing that way. It's yeah, gonna, it's it kind of happened. happened. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, and uh, y'all want to talk about tidal wave a little bit? It's kind of like got that driving southern rock feel to it. Um, how how that one come about? Is that a newer song or? Yeah, it's newer. Um, I kind of wrote that during a five a.m. feeding with my infant. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and uh, but uh, and it too started out as a joke. Uh, you know what would it be like? it was this sweet little precious song and then of course when the band gets in my head it started getting bigger and when the band gets together it kept getting bigger and bigger and now it's a completely different animal and it's very much serious and i'm i'm really proud of it that's very cool yeah and there's like a a bass riff kind of in the middle um is that was that part of the like first time y'all played it together or did that kind of grow up well the bass riff uh when i write bass lines i really trying to try to focus on rhythmically but also what the vocals are doing yeah and so it just seemed to be when shelly was was presenting us with the lyrics i was just kind of just playing along with it on bass came pretty quickly yeah and and i'll typically you know play through something and then go through and take about half of that out Mm -hmm. because i you know everybody you know in this band likes to play and I tend to overplay, but then when we record something, I'll pull about half of it out, and it seems to balance out pretty well. So I was just following Shelly's lyrics, and it just kind of, as she said, it takes on a life of its own. And that's the way our stuff just kind of evolves. It just kind of, you just kind of, you know, work with it, work with it, work with it, and tool it until it, you know, becomes the final product. And uh, we didn't have to work with this one that long. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> it was came together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This song was probably, probably one of the easiest that we've ever written as far as parts and and uh and getting it together and uh probably the most aggressive song we've recorded up until this point too it's 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 definitely got an attitude to it have y'all got a chance to play this live much yes yeah, yeah. has it yeah. has it changed much since then or is it pretty much just emerged in its pure form it hasn't changed a lot i think we just um we hit on it quick and we loved it and we enjoy playing it like it is, and there really hasn't been much to mess with. Cool. Which is a nice thing to have happen because yeah, we've had, yeah. you know, we have had songs where it's like, oh, it's like pulling teeth, and you just never, never get, get it, it to quite feel. where you're at, where you want it. Exactly. <laughs> so this one, this one's been easy. Yeah. Very cool. Well, let's go ahead and hear it. This will be the dozens with uh, Tidal Wave. This is a debut track. It'll be off their new upcoming EP. If y'all head down to Birmingham or you just live there already, July 22nd, say good people, you'll see the show. So let's hear it. The dozens with Tidal Wave.
Typhoons roar like the silver of the moonlight on the shore, like the pale blue eyes on heaven's door. That's how I love you. In her dark den Like the way that the universe slowly spins Like the weight of God where it all begins And you're back. That was The Dozens with their debut um, single, Tidal Wave. And that one is yet to be released, right? Correct. Yes. All right. This is the first time that I think has ever been broadcast. I'm so, I'm very, very 
very uh, just excited that y'all brought it to us. Sure. But you have a couple. The next one, Have a Heart, y'all actually recorded um, over here at Spice Rack Studios a while back. I don't know how long that's been. <laughs> it might have been like a year or something. It's been about a year, it's, yeah. It's been a while. But uh, you're saying how that that song was kind of in its first stages, and now it's now it's on a different level, huh? Yeah, it's it's changed since we did it here because I think we barely knew it when we did it here. <laughs> we had played it maybe two or three times, but we were excited about it and excited to play it. But we finally um, kind of honed it and reined it in a bit. <laughs> we didn't really know where it was going before. Well, that's cool. And. Uh, so did you, you, you just had a, a child not too long ago. Did that inspire a bunch of music to be written? Like, did you, or, or did that just kind of put a damper on it or? Oh, no. Um, uh, I, I would say it stayed about the same, honestly. Uh-huh. You know, I think just it was subject harder. subject matter just. No, the subject matter didn't really change. It's all, it's, all, it's all good. It's always <laughs> just, you know, whatever occurs to me. It was probably harder to write the first EP because it mm-hmm. had been a while since I had written and that was deliberate. So it was like breaking the lock open, but now it's, you know, if I actually have the time, I can do it. Right. So. <laughs> That's the other thing, having the time. Yeah. And so do you do most of the uh, lyrics and kind of chord structure first and then, then kind of take it to the band or? Well, that can come about either way. You know, this Have a Heart was a, a chord progression that Brent brought mm-hmm. to the band and then I wrote lyrics to it and... And sometimes I do both, and uh, it's just to whomever brings in whatever part. But lyrics do tend to be me, yeah. And you guys um, have been playing a lot recently. Are there any like cool new venues you've you've uh, gotten your hands on, or just been exposed to recently, or looking forward to playing? We just recently played Yellowhammer Brewery up here for the first time, and, and that yeah. was cool. Um, I like how that they have a whole quad out there in between yeah. the two breweries. That's nice. Yeah, I'm really happy for them because uh, like our breweries kind of came together, and we're like, oh, good, they're all on the same side. They're going <laughs> to like, help each other out instead of just like brutal competition. And uh, Yellowhammer actually uh, had our first Spice Fest in their original building, which is now Salty Nut, where we're holding the new one. So uh, we know those guys from way back, and Spice Fest might not even be if not for them. So big ups to them, um, and they make really good beer too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Some of my favorite beer I think has been Yellowhammer beer. I guess I, I, no, I'm not shadowing on any of you other guys, but it's really good. Our our guitar <laughs> section are our beer connoisseurs. Both Chip and Travis are the experts when it comes to craft beer, and they can. They can vouch for the uh, the quality of the uh, the salty nut <laughs> products, and for our friends at Yellowhammer, there's there's some great beer being produced right now. And Huntsville's, as most listeners know, is, is growing as a craft beer town. Oh yeah, I think all the like German blood that was just floating around, anyways. People yeah. are just like, well, I was I was doing this in my basement, anyways. Right. Might as well. Let's make some money at it. Hey, now they finally legalized it. <laughs> we can make giant towers and produce tons of it. But I, I know with Birmingham too, it was like um, when the craft brew thing came along, it was it was like an explosion of um, for even for musicians, like new places to play, yeah, new um, kind of crowd even that it yes. that it attracted because it's not. I, I guess it's similar. It's reaches into a lot of other crowds like the sports bar and all that stuff. But you do have like a more mix of you know family oriented folks and uh, younger and older. It's 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 cool that what they've done. Have y'all played at Good People before? I, I have. 
for I the think a lot of people individually have, yeah. but yeah. not all together. Yeah. Piecemeal. <laughs> yeah. yeah with, with the dozens, we got six members. And so everyone yeah. gigs. This is not necessarily our primary mm-hmm. project, but it kind of is in a lot of ways. But we all, you know, perform individually in other projects. And I've uh, played there with, uh, with our guitar player, Travis, uh, a few weeks ago. And it's a great venue right across from Regions Field uh, mm-hmm. in, uh, in Birmingham. Um, and just a really neat area. A lot of the families were there that day. It was a, it was a Birmingham Barons home game. Lots of, uh, you know, food trucks and activities and just a, a neat staging area to, to get ready for the game. And then when you get done, go have a couple of right beers back. afterwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but just a, a beautiful facility too. Really, really nice. And so we're we're honored to have our, our release uh, party for, for the test EP there. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah, and you, y'all, um, I should mention some of your other gigs coming up. Um, July 14th is the actual uh, release. Is that right? That's, well, yes. See. That's right. It hits iTunes July 14th. And then the party is the 22nd. That's what yeah. It is. yeah. All right. Very cool. And then uh, September 9th, you're doing an art walk. Uh, you want to talk about that one a little bit? Um, it's, uh, I'm not very familiar with that. Do you know much about the uh, art walk? Where's well, it located at? It's in downtown Birmingham. Okay. Um, it's on the street, so it's a, a big art nice festival open. on the street. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they actually approached us. It was kind of totally out of the blue, but it's <laughs> it's really nice to be asked, and it's a, a great event to be a part of. Yeah, very cool. And August 5th, a place I've played before and is an awesome place in uh, Fort Payne, uh, Vintage 1889 or The Big Mill. Um, that's... You also really check that out if you're in the area because they have uh, very cool antiques. The building is just awesome because it's really old and it's got a lot of cool stuff in it. They have a water tower in a courtyard in the middle with like vines and stuff growing up. I just thought it was beautiful. But, uh, and that's a very awesome. Have y'all played Fort Payne before? Is that a new thing for you guys? This is our first time. And, and that particular facility is an old sock mill. And mm-hmm. for some of the younger listeners out there, Fort Payne, Alabama, for a long time was the sock capital of the world. More socks were manufactured in Fort Payne than what? any other spot on the planet. <laughs> and just really good at socks. Yeah, they just they just got it down, and uh, and of course you know with the past couple of decades with uh, you know globalization of some industries, that stuff kind of moved overseas. Um, but for a time, Fort Payne was on the map as the. And actually, when you went into town, Fort Payne was known for two things: socks and of course the band Alabama. Yeah, you know, our our friend Jeff Cook, you know legendary member of, of, of that band and uh so we'll be there august 5th and uh we're, we're excited about playing it it's our first time there and i've heard lots of good things about the venue oh yeah well very cool we'll be sure to check them out and check them out at spice fest remember you can get your tickets at tinyurl.com slash spice fest 2017 but let's hear another track from the dozens this will be have a heart off their new ep Baby, when you're 
Just because you're anchored Don't mean that you ain't And that was Have a Heart from the Dozens off the new EP Test. Uh, that comes out, uh, this, I keep messing this up, July 14th. The EP is released, but uh, you can see them at Good People, July 22nd. And uh, did you all know where you were going to record this when you first had the idea for the EP? Or I think so. I think we knew we wanted to record a tape. Mm-hmm. So that was a big factor. And so we recorded at Clearwave Indicator and recorded the tape. And it's just so tasty. <laughs> oh yeah well y'all have the instrumentation of like the classic southern rock 
band plus the sound kind of revolving around the southern style so tape just makes sense to me yeah it, it, it was the first time you hear that playback it's just ah oh, it's such a good thing it's got the warmness yes, <laughs> yes absolutely absolutely which is like i think there's a lot of um bands from all over who are just like yeah we're everything needs to be on tape now but it doesn't always match the uh the band you know what i mean yeah or, or finding a studio that still has yes. tape machines in it that's true and we were fortunate because uh with jeremy stevens at Crowley, he's he's a disciple of johnny sandwin and johnny mm-hmm. was uh back in the 70s part of the capricorn records uh engineering team he did tom brothers brothers and sisters album uh rambling man which is one of the mm-hmm. you know one of the biggest songs in in history and uh so jeremy studied under him and then broke off and opened up his own facility but he's one of the few um places that still operates a 24 track tape machine and uh as shelly said just that sound once you hear that first playback and just the way the instruments sit and the way it saturates on tape it's just there's nothing like it yeah, and having a full like twenty four setup, that's uh that's thing in itself. Cause some guys have, you know, it's like, oh I got four or eight or whatever. But uh yeah, having a whole setup, that's that takes a lot of maintenance and uh know how too. Yeah. Cause there's yeah. stuff about tape that you just can't if you treat them wrong or they get in the wrong environment or something, they're toast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that oxide on on tape for again, for some of you younger listeners, tape has magnetic oxide on there and once you start I mean there's there's a a finite amount and you can only do so much on those tapes and so you've got to, to really make it count and uh and jeremy's great he, he let us come into his place and basically do whatever we wanted to do and uh he uh acted as, as kind of like an executive producer for this project and we kind of took the the reins on the pa- in the past the first ep we had um our good friend jimmy nut with the muscle shoals yeah. that one and jimmy did a great job and this one we wanted to use tape and uh, wanted to see what we could do from from the stuff we learned from Jimmy and from from other other places, and uh, so we just kind of were like trying to see if, if we could actually put out a product that you know that we were proud of. And and you mentioned the southern rock thing. We we kind of consider ourselves a southern band, mm-hmm. and we we've, we've got this the lots of elements of southern rock, but we try to we've tried to do more of an updated. Um, an updated version of, of that and there's there's a lot of bands out there trying it we've we've kind of got our own our own kind of flavor yeah you know if that makes any sense of of, of what we do and uh, uh and with six people you've got six opinions and six voices <laughs> and and uh and so the final problem angry group text messages yes yes we <laughs> oh yeah but, you can take a text like three different ways too yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, like, exactly. is this person about to kill me, or are they just like about to buy donuts? I don't know. Yeah, what it, this text me. No, we're all great in person, but if we have to resolve conflict, text seems to be. Well, as the, the way internet has shown yeah. with uh, <laughs> the entirety of uh, civilization, the, it doesn't help. Like the screen of just like text, it doesn't help you uh, get the subtleties of human emotion. Well, I think we level. use it. I think we use it because none of us likes confrontation. Yeah. So we can actually handle, you know, texting one another to work to hash things out a yeah. lot better. And it's it's either our most serious medium or like the most ridiculous. That's also where we <laughs> are just completely stupid with one another. Yeah, this this band and when you look at it on paper, this band should not work. 
at all because we all live so far apart from each other yeah the majority of us and we don't you know we're not in our early 20s and we're, we don't you know we certainly don't all listen to the same kind of music either yeah yeah i mean we have some common threads through us but yeah it, you know that's but i think that helps yeah yeah for sure so once we get on a tech string and we're we're you know blowing it up you know, it, it gets it gets pretty entertaining within the band, but but the thing is, you know, at the end of the day, we all respect each other, we all mm-hmm. value each other's opinions, and we have such limited time together when we when we are together that we try to make every second count. And and uh, I think we do that, and we do, we, we you know, we certainly do. And uh, it's it's been for, for myself, it's been extremely interesting just to see how things have evolved. The past few years and then with this current batch of new songs completely different than the first batch right and well i think all all of my favorite bands i think have have that variety of opinion and i think that's what helps make music interesting and stuff sure too. it's like you just got everybody going in the same direction then you're never going to get that confrontation or the conflict that you need to have stuff be interesting you know yeah so. i think i think a lot of times you have to have conflict because that's how more ideas get thrown on the table mm-hmm. and you have a lot more a lot more things in the pot to 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 pull from travis hates every song i bring at first uh every like everyone he's it's always a head shake and he's just <laughs> every time <laughs> and then later he's fine but i've i've learned I think to deal with it because you know. Oh yeah, that, everybody, that can be hard. Everybody, like, here's this, and they're like, no. Yeah, this is really personal, <laughs> and I just <laughs> <laughs> went through this and made this. I'm laying myself bare. Please assault me. Yeah, it's like that. Oh yeah, and I've definitely been in bands where you'll be you'll ask somebody you'll be like, well, which which song do you hate this time? Because <laughs> it's always <laughs> it's like, uh, which which one is the flavor of the month? But yeah, but that's it's always good to get like all the uh, different opinions and. Uh, I just love uh, having the Hammond and everything in there. You you want to talk about some of the players you guys have on the CD? Sure, we've got uh, our we've got two guitar players, two mm-hmm. lead, two lead players, and uh, uh, Travis, as Shelly mentioned, Travis Posey. Uh, Travis plays around this area and the Birmingham region and all over the state quite often. Uh, Chip Dews is our our, uh, our second guitar player or first, depending on you know who's playing whichever part. Chip. Uh, it's from down in, uh, originally from Dothan, I believe, and is now in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Chip, complete opposite from Travis. You know, you bring him a song, he's like, okay, let's just do it. You know, and so they kind of bounce each off, bounce off of each other, and uh, they work out great together as a as a uh, as a guitar team. On keys, we got Dan Hotcher. Dan's mm-hmm. uh, from Ohio and has been playing Hammond B three for, gosh, 25, 30 more years. Dan's Dan's the veteran of the band, and uh, you can only have uh, Hammond B three if you have someone that knows how to properly operate right. and repair <laughs> the Hammond B three. And and Dan's great at it. It's he's, like two members. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got to keep the B three alive for the tour. Yeah, and, and Dan's <laughs> kind of the soul of the band. You know, he's kind of like he's the rock. You know, uh-huh. he's, he's 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 been in the business for so long, and and uh, has so many gigs under his belt and uh he's he's seen it all and, and so done much it all. patience for us idiots yes <laughs> yes he, he has has uh, a tremendous amount and then uh and then you know the backbone steven steven butler mm-hmm. drummer and uh uh 
you know, we're telling a story off air. When we're recording this, there's a song on the uh, on the EP called The End. And when Steven tracked that, he tracked it by himself with Shelly singing the vocals, no instruments. Yeah. In one take. That's crazy. <laughs> just, you know, start to finish, no instruments. Especially in this day and age, I'll have that said too. It's like when you're recording a tape, there's certain limitations that you don't worry about in a full digital studio. But uh, yeah, a rhythm player and the vocalist doing the entire track. And you said there's like time changes and yeah, there's there's different parts of the song that are you know you have to be on top of for that particular song. And and it was one of the most amazing things I've ever witnessed in a studio. A <laughs> drummer just sitting there and just think you know just playing along to the, the vocal track and nailed it first take, mm-hmm. first time on the tape. Just it was just amazing to watch. Well, and that's, it's so important. And, um, well, in a lot of, in a lot of this kind of music and just music in general, like having a solid rhythm section, because even, even if like you have the fanciest players and the fanciest gear and stuff, if like the rhythm's off in the middle of the chorus or something, people are going to notice, like <laughs> yeah. even, even people like feel it if they yeah. don't know yeah. exactly what's happening. They, yeah. They may not even be able to be like, well, I don't know why I don't like this, but something is wrong, you know, <laughs> yeah. but even, even from like the listener who just listens to pop music on the radio would probably even notice something like that. So it's like so, so fundamental to music, you know? Sure. Let's Chip see- gave him a great compliment recently to me. He said, if Steven's back there, I know I've got to be on top of my game. I've got to know my stuff. I've got to be ready to go. <laughs> so. That's always good. And I'm so glad you guys are doing Spice Fest again. Thank you for uh, being available for it and everything. Thanks for having us. Bringing, yes, it, bringing so it, the crew in from all from all corners to, to play. Absolutely. And it's, it's, uh, it's something we've been looking forward to. I know, um, you know, we don't know all the bands on the bill, but we know yeah. a few. And, uh, um, you know, Don Osborne, we worked with her. Don's great. Uh, we we did uh, one of the Huntsville Rocket City Brewfests, yeah, with, uh, with Don and her band, and uh, and she's fantastic. And and uh, so we're looking forward to hearing some of the the other uh, local bands uh, from this area. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun night of music. Oh, for sure. And uh, you guys can find the dozens. They have thedozensband.com. They've got Facebook under the dozens and at the dozens al for your uh, Twitterers um, out there. And y'all do Instagram or anything? Is that everything? That we're on Instagram. I can't remember our Instagram handle right now. I'm sure people can. <laughs> I'm sure people will figure it out. <laughs> because I don't. I'm not the one that, that's doing that. Steven does that. Oh, yeah. I, I can't uh, manage all, all of ours near as well as they deserve. So <laughs> you guys can send me uh, hate Instagrams on whatever, uh, however you do that. I don't know. <laughs> so this is where I'm at. It's like I tried to Twitter and it's just not working out. I don't. Don't know what I can say of value within this amount of time. So, somebody, you, if you want to be our uh, social media guru, please uh, send us an email about that. But yeah, y'all can find the dozens. Uh, the, check out the EP release party July 22nd at Good People. Uh, July 14th, the EP will be out. Uh, September 9th, there'll be the Art Walk, Art, Art Walk in Birmingham, as well as the 16th at Depot Days, and that's in Hartzell, right? Great Hartsville, Alabama. It's, it's one of their uh, signature events every year, um, and uh, a first time, first first time for us to be there as well. You know, we're we're excited about that. And August fifth, uh, over at Vintage eighteen eighty nine at the Big Mill, um, that'll be a treat for you guys out in Fort Payne. And before we go, you guys have one more track for us, um, Voodoo. This one's on the EP too, right? Yes. And uh, I I love this one. It's kind of like a kind of throws back to the old blues style with the slide guitar and everything. 
I'm very big fan of this one. Thank um, you. I just I just heard it this morning, but uh, you guys want to talk about like the the creation of that one at all? Is that is that one come straight from the lyrics? And... Uh, yeah, that's. I mean, <laughs> the first time it was performed, it was I did it by myself. Uh-huh. Travis wasn't even on there yet, and um, we performed it at work play that way. It was just me stomping and playing tambourine and singing and, and brought down the nice. house though. Brought down the house. Everyone that's awesome. was floored. And actually, the first time I heard it was on stage. Showed it on stage, and, mm-hmm. and I, I was just blown away by it. And I think it's really, it's it's got kind of a, a kind of a haunting kind of. It's atmosphere. just me being hateful. It's all it is. <laughs> it's just me being hateful. But it's musical too. Yes, 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 yes. But it, I I like it because it, it sticks so much to like the the basic uh, ingredients, you know. Because you've got the like the very basic rhythm kind of drum and tambourine kind of sound and the slide guitar, but it's it's got all that it needs, you know what I mean? Like it's got a message and clear and and, and a clear uh, lyrics throughout. So uh, well, that's actually cool. me stomping on a road case. Oh, see, that was even shoved under a piano to get the correct <laughs> reverb. So. Yes, see, <laughs> again going to our, our buddy Jeremy Stevens' credit, you know he 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 is. Uh... He's like, what if we shove it under the piano? <laughs> exactly, that was his idea. Yeah, that's the studio those studio smarts you know and uh yeah that you can only get that from uh hanging out in the studio for and recording people so much <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and we highly recommend jeremy's place Cruel wave studios in decatur alabama uh great place to work um very small and intimate and sounds great you know oh yeah can't, for sure. can't say enough good things about jeremy and, and his uh his recording and engineering and his advice for us you know with with uh with certain tracks yeah, it's always good to have a good rapport, like with the engineer and, and producer and all that, to to kind of help you get a whole new angle on your stuff. Sometimes when you you guys have been uh, toiling over it within each other for for so long, and then you t- take it to totally fresh ears. That's exactly with six people. That seventh voice, yeah, is I mean sometimes in in all honesty, sometimes is the tiebreaker. Mm, oh yeah, yeah. So it, yeah, I didn't think about it that way. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, it's like the Supreme Court or something. It's like got, Three v three, then it's not going to work. It, it has yeah. happened. It has happened. <laughs> but very cool. Thanks so much for talking to us, guys. Oh, thanks and for having. Thank us. you. For really glad us. to have you back. And hopefully, we'll get you back around uh, when the EP comes out. Please check them out and check out Spice Fest. They'll be playing uh, over at Salty Nut Brewery. That's in downtown Huntsville. For those of you who don't know, um, July eighth coming up. You can get your tickets online for five dollars off at tinyurl.com/spicefest2017. Um, Thanks again, and have a great night from the Dozens and Spice Radio. Bye-bye. See ya. (laughs) You'd better go. Don't even say goodbye. You got a mouthful of snakes. And they always Well, I've seen the way you cast your spell. I know that magic trick too well. Incantations frantically chant it out before I speak. So don't touch your evil lips at me. Some kind of voodoo. Some kind of curse.
poured a salt line at my door Don't set your feet near me no more I'm burning candles black and white I'm stealing myself for a fight This has been a production of Spice Radio from Huntsville, Alabama. You guys know what you want, and you don't have to do too much to get it. Get with us at spice-radio.com. If you have a podcast, you make music or art, or you have an event that you want to promote in the Tennessee Valley, you can find us at www.facebook.com slash spiceradiohuntsville or on Twitter at spiceradiohsv. And again, our website, spice-radio.com.